BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode, we have Montel Fish. I am so excited to have him on the show today. He is actually in town, which worked out really perfectly because I think we were talking like a month ago about how we wanted him to be on the show and he's already in LA. So that's amazing. Um, Yeah, he's an artist. He's like probably my favorite musician. Honestly, I don't think I listen to anyone more than I listen to Montel Fish. Like so many friends of mine at school listen to him like all the time so make sure to check out his music he also has like his instagram and a youtube channel as well his videos are so refreshing they're super short and they're like pretty frequently uploaded so i love just watching them they really refresh me love them also check those out he's incredible and i'm so excited to have him on the show so let's get started all right hey montel yo how's it going i'm so excited for you to be on this episode we met 10 minutes ago (laughs) so this is perfect it's really normal to just like record when you meet someone you know for real Okay, so I've been listening to Montel's music for, I want to say, almost a year now. I'll tell you the story. Yeah, (laughs) So we have a mutual friend, Dylan Wilson. He's Mm -hmm. awesome. He has a church, well, a young adults ministry in Dallas, Texas, the Oaks. Amazing. We love Dylan. Um, He sent me a playlist that he was making called, like, Cool Christian Music or something, (laughs) like, a year ago. And was like, I think you'd really like this. And then I started listening. And then that's how I found you. And then a bunch of people at, like, ZLC, we started, like, listening to you. So we just have a mutual friend. That's sick. Shout out to Dylan. Dylan is the best. (laughs) Do you want to give a little one-minute background on yourself? Yeah. So my name is Montel Fish. I'm 21 years old from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I started making music about 17, and I started really getting serious into music at 16, 17, and that's when I gave my life to Christ, too. So I just make, like, kind of cool neo-soul gospel worship music, and, uh, it's been doing pretty good because you found it so no guys like you seriously i listen to your music all the time that's a playlist that i play in my office when i'm working non-stop you are so good also when you hear like it's just a really refreshing take out like christian music Word. not that i don't like it love all of that stuff but it's just refreshing like it's, yeah. you could play it in the car and people wouldn't even necessarily like know right off the bat yeah my homie has like mad testimonies of just like because he's yeah. he's uber driving right now and oh. he just has people in there and he's like yo they're like who the heck is this yeah and it's christian music but like they don't know so it's, it's pretty tight it's funny that you mentioned that yeah it's crazy yesterday actually dylan was in a starbucks and he walked in and they 
there playing Montel's music. And then he was like, oh my gosh, like who's playing this? And it was actually on like the Starbucks official yeah. playlist. So that's really cool. Yeah. That was sick. That's what I say about that playlist. I'm like, I can play it with anyone in my car and they don't really realize, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah, like, for sure. It's really, really good. Open up for conversation too. Exactly. Love that. So we're going to do a little hot seat. So if you're not familiar with hot seat, it's my favorite game ever. Basically, okay. it's just like a fancy way of asking people questions that they have to answer. It's, <laughs> right, it's cool. like nothing crazy. Word. Uh, so I have three questions for you. Who is your favorite music artist? Favorite music artist? Right now, I really like the band King's Kaleidoscope. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're like a... Definitely heard of them. They're like a funk, gospel, rock soulful band but yeah i just love them i just did a tour with them um doing photos and video and merch for them so that was sick but they're i would say they're my favorite artists right now that's really cool do you like daniel caesar (laughs) so many people compare me to him it's like i i do i i do like his music i don't listen to it as much anymore but i just got compared to him so much last year i was just like I'm cutting the dreads. I'm just, <laughs> I'm giving myself a new look. I'm not, I'm not Daniel Caesar, the Christian version. I don't think that you are like, I wouldn't even compare you guys music wise. No? No. I mean, I guess I definitely see how that is because it's, I would just say the only comparison is that it's calming. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I wouldn't really compare you guys music wise though. I got it. Yeah. I didn't even realize that people, that's your number one. Usually it's like Frank Ocean and then it's Daniel Caesar and then it's like some other R&B cats that um. That I'm just like, I don't mind it because they're good artists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm still Montel, man. <laughs> like, I'm my own person. <laughs> okay, second question. How do you order your coffee? Do you drink coffee? This says a lot about someone. <laughs> I hate coffee. <laughs> I don't like coffee at all. I'm, I'm, t- I'm a pretty good morning person, too, so I don't like, yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed that. I don't understand. I wish that I was that person who didn't drink coffee. Yeah. I feel like you have your life more together if you don't drink coffee. <laughs> Thanks. Do you like sleep a lot? Like what happens? How do you not do that? I just wake up early. I don't know why. Do you go to bed early? No, nah, I didn't even sleep tonight. Like I was just in the studio. But I just wake up early. I think that just naturally happened with my parents just naturally being up early. Kind of blended in on me. Yeah. Wow, I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> All right, this is actually the last Totsi question. Um, sure. What is your favorite place to visit? Favorite place to visit? Right now it's out here in Cali. Like... It's, it's super cool, like, seeing the love that you guys show. Um, specifically, like, I did a tour date in Murrieta um, earlier this month, and it was just so cool, like, seeing people from Instagram actually show up and be like, mm-hmm. yo, we support your music and we support what God is doing. And it's like, I don't know, it just blew my mind. So, yeah, Cali, That's for really sure. cool. Would you, like, ever move? Like, not here, just in general. Oh, ever move out of my city? Yeah. Um. Yeah, if the time is right, I mean... I don't, I don't, I'm not planning on it right now because I'm planning to do a lot more traveling next year. So You're in school, right? I was. You're not anymore? I'm not, not really right okay. now. Yeah, yeah, there's not, I don't really, there's not really a point. <laughs> no offense, everyone. I, to me, I'm a college student. I'm like, whatever. Oh, you, are you in college? Yeah. I uh, go to yeah. Zoe's college, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Word. But it's through, like, Southeastern. So, technically, the same school that Dylan goes to. Very That's weird, cool. right? Isn't that yeah. so weird? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, we're talking a lot about Dylan. <laughs> we got to get him up here. I know, I know. I wish he was here. Okay, do you want to give like a little, like your testimony? It can be yeah. shorter as long as you would like to give it. For sure. So I was born and then... No, I was just, <laughs> so I was I'm born. <laughs> um, so I'll give it a medium, medium story. So I was raised in a Christian home and I knew like the Bible. I knew like, I knew that 
if I believe on Jesus that I would go to heaven, or at least that's what I thought. You know, my parents served God, and they served him pretty pretty deep. Like, they they were just straight-on Christians, like, hearing from God, praying in tongues, all these different things. And I knew that God was real, like, but I just didn't. I didn't have that relationship one-on-one with him. So when I was 16, I was going through uh, some pretty dark stuff. Like, I was going through a bad breakup. I was smoking weed a lot. I was, like, getting into shrooms. I was... um heavily addicted to pornography and just like trying to find a peace in this world, trying to find something that I could like put my hope in and put my rest in. And um, I would just like begin calling out to the God that I knew that my parents served um, with just like little two minute prayers at nighttime and just asking like, God, if you're real, please show me who you are. Um, and at that time I was doing music. I was doing like secular music though. So it was all about smoking weed and having <laughs> sex with girls and stuff like that. But um, it took that, just that like seeing my parents walk it out and then kind of calling out to God and, and learning what it means to have a relationship with him on my own. And you know, now I'm just kind of here, like the the bang moment for me was on New Year's Day on 2015. Um, I was gonna go to a party and just go get lit, but I felt like the Holy Spirit really spoke to me and said, yo, I'm giving you a choice like right now, like there's a church service going on. And if you go here, um, like I will work with you, but if you choose to go this way, then it's over for you. And I chose to go to church and the pastor was prophesying over me. And that's when I like really just gave it all to Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I like how people like whenever they're like, no, my parents were like really in it. And the <laughs> next thing they say is praying in tongues. Like, it's like, that's how you know they're in it. <laughs> that's how you know they're in it. No, mine, um, really short background. I grew up in Texas. <laughs> that basically means that you go to church, but I didn't like grow up in church. When I started going, my parents had like a really bad divorce. Like we should have had like yeah. a lifetime movie or something, at least yeah. like monetized it somehow. Like it yeah. was rough, For real. but it was a really bad divorce. Um, I've like struggled with like depression, anxiety my entire life. Mm-hmm. I was probably, I want to say like seventh grade, classic church camp story. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in this, went like was super involved for a few years my youth group Mm -hmm. had a really bad falling out Mm -hmm. it was i'm so grateful for like that church and everything that like it did for my life it just like was we just had like a very bad falling out i moved out here my senior year i was doing youtube was going wild i mean i wasn't okay my (laughs) version of wild like when i say wild my friends are like you're exaggerating that (laughs) and i'm like no i was i was pretty wild um what's your version of wild i mean i was just like partying all the time like i just didn't have I was, the main thing for me though, it's like interesting, it wasn't necessarily like that I was partying all the time, it was just I had really unhealthy work habits. Like Mm. I was so, I would never found my validation in like the numbers on a screen, but I found it in how hard I was working. Wow. So I would just like, if I wasn't working 24 seven, I would go crazy. Like Mm -hmm. I I was just bad. Like my anxiety was at like an all time high. I dated someone for like way too long that I didn't even like. So yeah. it's just like, I was not myself. Like, especially if you know me, I'm not someone, not in the sense it's like, oh, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it by any yeah. means. But I'm very like, I'm an all or nothing person. So right. for me to like spend a lot of time in something that like I'm not in, yeah. like that's how you know that I'm like not good. <laughs> so it's all good. it was like a year into being in LA. So about two years ago. And then I just remember... At that point, I was, like, hurt. The classic, like, hurt by the church, whatever, 
like I needed to get over myself story yeah. <laughs> and then I remember I was like in my apartment and I had a lot of friends I was living downtown LA and that's where Hillsong LA is oh. and I had a lot of friends who were just like randomly had started going to Hillsong yeah. and at first I remember like my roommate who's one of my best friends went and I remember being like that's so weird like why is she going <laughs> and then um I texted one of them and I was like hey are you going tonight and I went and I just like yeah I don't know I think about that and I'm like if you would have I don't know how I got to that point yeah and I remember I was like standing like in worship and i was like i'm gonna have to completely relearn every single thing that i learn wow like my pastor chad always says like it's really hard to unlearn bad leadership yeah so a lot of the things that i so strongly disagreed that i was taught mm-hmm. like i really really strongly disagreed with what i was being taught mm-hmm. it was wrong also yeah it doesn't really matter like when you're being spoken to like people are speaking to your spirit so yeah. like that still was like kind of even though i knew it was wrong it was kind of like ingrained in me so mm-hmm. it really was like just bad but i was like all right if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it sure. and now i'm at zoe every single day of my life i'm literally going <laughs> to the offices after this and i go to bible college now yeah you so. invited me to come out last night too yeah that was, that was tight. i'm sorry i couldn't make it but. no you're so good <laughs> love that place but yeah my parents are, were have always like been christians but mm-hmm. they weren't like praying in tongues <laughs> you know like they weren't at that they level weren't real christian. yeah they I'm weren't real no. no that definitely doesn't make you a real christian no it doesn't at all it's just like a funny thing <laughs> okay let's talk a little bit about the music like yeah. how how did that all come about i always just love music i mean my dad was kind of in the music industry a little bit and he kind of got out of it but one day my my dad and my cousin were just working on some stuff and i was like yo can i try that I, at that time i wasn't really um, living for Jesus, but it kind of just sparked an interest in me. And around 15, I started making my own beats and just learning how to use like Fruity Loops, playing the piano. 18 is when I really like 17, 18 is when I really start making music for for Jesus and like using the gifts that He's given me and kind of not in just like a a basic Christian way, like you said, just yeah. a straight worship music, but stuff that I believe genuinely God just put in my heart to make and just speaking and flowing like. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So just like the sting that God is starting in my heart, just speaking that forth and and um, just kind of seeing him use that has been has been really great recently. It's so interesting that you say that because yesterday I was talking to my friend who like loves your music mm-hmm. and I'm trying, I literally wrote this down to read. She was like, I would just describe his lyrics as like prayers. Like she's like, I feel like he's just singing my prayers. <laughs> Word. Uh, yeah, I was like, that's so it's cool. It's really cool. How did you, like, start, like, how did the music, like, pick up? When did you start, like, touring? Like, how did that all come about? It's just so interesting because it's such a different approach. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how I describe your stuff. It's just so refreshing. Like, it's just so different. It's cool. Um, So when did you find it? When did you find my music? Uh, I want to say December of 2017. December of 2017. Yeah, so I released a, a project in 2017 called Bedroom Gospel, which that was in about April and that's part was that what you heard first probably yeah yeah so that one that one did really good that one was just like all right god like i really want to make something like that's that's powerful and um i teamed up with a youtube channel called the good christian music blog which they post some yeah. really good uh, christian music and um we uploaded the whole ep on there and just kind of just grew organically um and then i just started it was like yo i gotta take this this music that is here i gotta take it out somewhere so i just started hitting up churches like yo can i come out and just do some live music for you guys and yeah it's just kind of slow process i'm still like new to touring and stuff stuff like that but it's been super fun so far that's so cool how did you find the confidence to like start this like to like reach out to the churches like did you ever not feel confident like where did you like 
what was kind of I don't want to say like momentum. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like like just like Did you ever have a moment where you like I don't know, I feel like so often people know like the call in their life, hmm. but they don't go after it because Word. they're like afraid of it. I mean, for me like like I that stuff was like kind of prophesied to me and it was just like I don't know, like I don't know what happened when I got saved, but I just had a fire like when I say I had a fire, like I would I would go out and I would like pray for people like every yeah. day and I would just talk to everyone I could about Jesus and it just kind of was just like I was just like man I gotta do something like I've been living so messed up my whole life like I just want to give like everything back to God and um yeah I mean I think it just starts off in that place of just like being with being alone with Jesus and letting him stir that fire back in your heart you know yeah that's yeah. really good how do you like stay inspired and feel inspired creatively or faith or all of the above all of the above definitely switching it up touring has been interesting to me because i i can't keep my natural like spiritual schedule which is like i like like last week i was just touring and i'm getting up at different times i'm going to bed late i'm getting up early i'm having to do work and i want to read my bible but it's like it's interesting just it's inspiring because i can learn how to seek god in the in the midst of busyness um, so that's one way um, with music. Sometimes I just don't like, I don't like continuing to create. So I just, I create a different way with just through YouTube, which I do my vlogs and stuff like that. So I just talk about my faith on there and I kind of like create it in a cinematic way. So just inspiration. I think sometimes if you have like a writer's block or something like that, you just go use your creative, your creative gift, like in a different way. And it kind of flushes you out in some way. Yeah. So that's, that's something really- I've been doing. I really like. <laughs> that's really cool. That's why I always say this in regards to, like, making time for, like, God or whatever you have to make time for. It's, like, you don't have time to not have time. <laughs> so, like, when you're talking about how, like, in the midst of, like, being really busy, yeah, that's so... No, that's really cool. And <laughs> I think also there's so many different approaches. Like, if you're, like, stuck in a rut, mm-hmm. like, even something, like, this is so small and, like, dumb. There's way better examples. Mm-hmm. But, like, even if you're doing your, like, Devo quiet time, whatever you yeah. want to call them, like, in your room, like, switch it up and go somewhere else or whatever. Or, like, <laughs> For real. Like, any, literally, like, just small things. It's just placing, like, a priority on it is, yes, is really... Agree. Where what happens, what matters. <laughs> okay, let's talk a little bit about YouTube. Just kind of, like, share a little bit about your channel. Yeah, so, um, I really started getting serious on YouTube this year. Uh, before that, I just had music posted, but then I was just like starting to post vlogs and stuff like that, just about what God's doing in my life. And then I found like channels like Casey Neistat and Peter McKinnon, and I'm like, okay, YouTube is not just like something that like YouTube is something that can be really professional. Mm-hmm. And so I started creating more like these cinematic vlogs, which is a style that I'm going for now, but still tying them in with faith. So it's been a great outlet for creativity as well because film is something that. I really want to get into I always liked as a child. Yeah, my YouTube channel is just Montel Fish. I just like, it's kind of faith meets like creative, kind of aesthetically pleasing YouTube shots. Yeah, it's very, I have said this word a billion times. It's just refreshing. Like it's just <laughs> calming watching weird. the videos. Also something that I really like about your channel mm-hmm. is that you will go like, it's very almost like detailed like you get like (laughs) one comment and one question and you answer but you give such a good answer (laughs) that it's so detailed like i know for myself i'm like okay if i'm gonna do i'll answer like 30 in one and get it like you know what i mean like you like take the time and it's just more detailed i think that's really cool (laughs) yeah 
So who are some of your favorite like YouTubers to watch? Kenzie Elizabeth, of course. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, my favorite YouTubers to watch. Uh, I really like this guy named As As Said by Me. Have you heard of him? I've have from you. He's like a family kind of vlogger, but he got cut from the NFL, and that's kind of where he got his bump of like buzz from. And now he just does like just faith videos. Um, but he has like the really cool style that I like as well. So. And I'm also getting into like Jess and Gabe. Yeah. I'm just now getting into them, but I just like their I just like their vlogging style. Sebastian Gomez, I think he's a super dope dude, and yeah, just kind of people like that. Okay, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to tell you guys about Skillshare. If you guys are a I love you so much listener, then you guys have definitely heard me talk about Skillshare. I am such a huge fan of them. If you guys are not aware, Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes. They have classes in business, design, technology, social media marketing, mobile photography, like creative writing, even like data science, like you name it and they have it. So whether you're trying to get better at something that you do professionally, start a side hustle, or just take up a new hobby, Skillshare is there for you to keep learning. I am super into lifelong learning. As you guys know, I'm a college student. I also just, all the time, like I love reading to learn at pretty much any second of my life. I love Skillshare because it's so inexpensive and it's so accessible to pretty much everyone. So even if you're not in college, you don't care about like a traditional school route, I think it's super important to always be learning. And with Skillshare, share it makes lifelong learning accessible to pretty much everyone i have said this before but i wish that they had skillshare when i started my youtube channel because that would have helped me so much i was always looking up on youtube or on google or whatever how to do certain things on like final cut pro but it would have been so much more helpful if i would have just taken one class in skillshare because then i would have known everything that i needed to know instead of looking around from every other way and then it took me like literally seven hours to figure out how to do one thing I have literally gone six years on YouTube without knowing how to use Photoshop. It's very embarrassing. Like, I have literally used PicMonkey to make my thumbnails for six years. It's horrible. So I'm going to be taking a class on Photoshop. I'm very excited so I can actually know what I'm doing. I feel like at this point, there's really no excuse and my thumbnails need to be better and I just need to know how to use Photoshop. So I'm going to be learning on Skillshare and I'm just super excited. If you guys are taking classes, let me know. Also, you guys should definitely start recommending Skillshare classes in our secret Facebook group because I love this seriously and it'd just be cool to like hear from you guys. So, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Go to Skillshare.com love and get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right, Skillshare is offering I Love You So Much listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com love. Go start your two months now at Skillshare.com love. Yeah, that's cool. There's like a whole crew. We were talking about this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like them. I love Jess and Gabe. <laughs> I think their their story is really cool. For sure. It's very, very cool. Okay, let's talk about merch as well. Because hey. clothing, I know I hate saying merch. It's just easier to say merch, whatever. I know it's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, how did, like, just talk a little bit about that. He has, they're both wearing Lord Child stuff. It's just like his right. stuff is just dope. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so if you go to my Instagram at Montel Fish Clothing, you can kind of see where I go with it but yeah I just kind of didn't want to make like boring clothes like I always liked clothes when I was younger and I was just like creating stuff and kind of making my own world out of things so with Lord's Child it's kind of going in a direction where it's just like I want to make it to where when someone sees you like it provokes a question and 
I've got like testimonies just from my brother over here too. Like he just goes out and talk, and like people just walk up and talk to him about the shirt. And it's just like it's like something that I really want to be a thought provoking and just like just I don't know an interaction um, for like God to be involved in. You know, that's so. cool. But yeah, that's it's kind of it's kind of where I'm at right now with that. I feel like what you just said about how it's like an interaction is so cool. It's <laughs> also I feel like that's you're good at that with everything, like whether it's like YouTube or music or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, I think, so much more about, I don't know, I think it's just the idea of, like, being, like, preached at versus, like, it's conversations <laughs> yeah. and it's, like, relationships built over and it's, like, being vulnerable and open with people and, like, For hearing sure. them out. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I agree. Do you want, like, what do you, can you, like, can you answer the, like, what do you, like, want this to turn into or is that very, like, we'll just see what God does? Uh, you mean as far as, like, music or as far as just life in general? Life in general. Um, I mean, I have like my <laughs> my way that I would want to go. I want to do like music full time. Yeah. Um, and I want to just do creative stuff full time. But um, yeah, like like by twenty five, I still I want to like be touring and I want to be like my clothing brand to be at a a pretty great level and just be able to use that for ministry and different things like that. But also just to bring up other creative Christians. Because yeah. I feel like there's so many, like, you only found me, but I feel like there's so many people mm -hmm. that's just behind me that are just, like, in the shadows. Yeah. Um, so just different stuff like that. But, yeah, I'm 21 now, so hopefully I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what God's going to do. I definitely believe, like, the path that I'm on right now is, is only just the first steps, you know? Okay. So something that we were talking about is that Montel's music – doesn't sound like the traditional like worship set you sure. know yeah. it's definitely not that and like just kind of in the same sense of like like there's so many different ways of like worship or whatever you want it to be it doesn't have to be like the traditional like hillsong elevation whatever all due with all due respect love all yeah, of that shout stuff out to them. shout out they're awesome but like there's so many other like creative ways to just do pretty much anything in life. Like, yeah. there's just so many other things. I've learned that so much at Zoe, mm -hmm. especially, like, I'm in the creative track, so we get to just do cool things. Weird. But the cool thing is, like, you talking about, like, the music being, like, listened to in Ubers or, like, Starbucks. Like, people yeah. don't necessarily know. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was just talking about, like, when I was, like, going back to, like, church and, like, my faith and whatever it is. When I was, like, on videos, like, it's just crazy to see, like, the transformation because now I'm, like, really open about it. Yeah. But before, I was so afraid of not, I never really, it was not, like, a faith thing. It was more, like, I didn't feel like I connected with yeah. the people. You know what I'm the saying? World, yeah. yeah, I felt like I just didn't really, like, connect with it. Mm -hmm. But Montel gave me very good advice on, like, being real. Do you want to just go ahead and... Yeah. yeah. So I think one of the things that people relate to the most just about one another is just vulnerability and being mm -hmm. real. And, you know, a lot of times in, in just Christian culture, we we just have these facades of, like, how we're doing and just... We're just not we're just not real about where we are um and i think that's what turns away the world it's not that fact that we're talking about jesus because it's like there's nothing wrong with jesus like no one really has anything against jesus it's just all with christians so the yeah. problem has to be with with us but what i've learned is just like if we're just like literally we live with god we worship god we love god and and they see that genuineness it it naturally just is attractive 
Um, and that's something about Jesus that's just so amazing. Like he he hung out with sinners. Like he was he wasn't disconnected at all. He didn't stay inside the four walls. And yeah, like my song my song Stay Patient, which is just a straight worship song. Um, it got picked up by an alternative R&B playlist on Spotify, which is like 600,000 followers, which most of those listens were like, I got like Instagram DMs of people like smoking to yeah. to the song, but they didn't know that that song was literally like ministering to them. Like, <laughs> this is what I always say. I'm like, it sounds like music that you would smoke weed to. Like, it really does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it, that's like the cool thing about yeah. it. It's like you get tricked <laughs> kind yeah. of, and you're just like, you're just like stuck and you're just like, now you're sitting there in the room with God and like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. I think what you said about like being vulnerable and being real yeah. is so important that it's just ironic because I feel like I would have always said those were like values of mine, <laughs> but <laughs> now they definitely are. But I just don't think that I really, I think that I let things that I thought I had to be to fit in certain mold make me not want to be yeah, that. For sure. Because we were talking, like, I don't know, we were talking about this, and I was like, growing up in the South, again, this is not bad towards any of these people, but I was like, I was never the girl who was, like, at whatever church wearing, like, Nike shorts and, like, t-shirts and chocos. Like, that just, like, wasn't my life, so I felt like I didn't really, like, connect with it. I was always into, like, different things, and Mm -hmm. a lot of this is so self-induced. Like, it's not... Like, it's, like, a projection of some sort. I'm I'm sure there's something, like, deep down wrong with me, but I felt like for so long I couldn't like I guess just like connect like I just felt like I didn't fit in there I didn't have any of this stuff so it's just crazy like now I end up at Zoe and it's like literally exactly anything I've ever wanted in a place (laughs) like so creative just so I don't know it's just awesome but just not having to like visit yeah please do just like not having to fit a certain mold has been huge word okay what is something that you feel like you've been learning lately um so yeah this is definitely something that has been like highlighted from god faith is not an excuse to not work hard okay something that i think i've talked about briefly on my channel but i feel like when i like went back to church and just like god in general when i i came from texas and Mm -hmm. there is like a certain there doesn't have to be but there is definitely like a certain kind of church girl and i never really fit that mold yeah Basically, it's like the big t-shirts, Nike shorts, hair done, makeup done, chacos, like there's like a whole monograms, like there's a whole thing. And it's amazing. Like those girls are awesome. But Mm -hmm. I didn't really like, I mean, I wore the Nike shorts at some point, but I didn't really fully fit in. And I think the main thing for me was that like my, I never hung out with just like bible people like i had other friends which is like you know what you're supposed to do like sure you're supposed to have like your circle like your tight circle obviously but then like you're also supposed to have other friends and i felt like because i never fit a mold i didn't necessarily feel like i fit in Mm -hmm. i was also young so like now i have way more answers (coughs) i have like way more way more wisdom barely more wisdom but i do know like, I know how to, like, handle that better. But I feel like yeah. back then, that is what I let, like, on top of everything else that happened, like, that's what I let kind of, like, put me back in a corner in a way. Word. Like, I just, like, stayed back. So it's just crazy to see, like, now we were just talking about how, like, how Montel's music will, like, you can listen to it, like, in any setting and no one really knows. Like, mm. if you know, you know kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. But no one really knows. Like, you can just play it in any car. You can play it anywhere. Like... And it just like it's 
it's real and it hits like a different audience yeah. and it's just crazy now i see like the preparation like like living in la now the church that i'm at where like they it's not that mold yeah. and like also i don't want to like say that and then come off as like i'm bashing those people or whatever like i'm nah. really not it's just that was never me right and i never i didn't fit the mold basically whatever moving on from that <laughs> right. so like living here and like just the like church that i'm involved in now and just kind of like the settings that i'm in now it's just so different and it's so it's just cool because there's so many more ways and avenues that you can take rather than being this certain way listening to like this certain music i feel like we've only tapped into like five percent of what we like are have access to supposed to do yeah yeah word so that's why i like love your music because it's like you listen to it and it's normal like not normal but like you can listen to it in a setting where people wouldn't necessarily be listening to like Hillsong Elevation. Yeah, like Not a that coffee those shop. Are, yeah, like a coffee shop, like Starbucks. Like <laughs> it's gonna hit different people and different audiences. And I think that everyone has like their people that they're gonna like talk to and like you know what I'm saying. But yeah, for sure. What? Okay, so what is something that you have been learning lately? So yeah, um, something I've been learning lately is just that, you know, of course God will give you opportunities to you know, go out and do the things that he lays on your heart. But I learned that like faith is not an excuse to not put in the work. Mm-hmm. And it's something that was just eye opening for me. Cause I'm just like, I know God gives the opportunities, but you have to walk through the doors, you know? So that's just something that's really been hitting me. Is that something like relates to you as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he said this earlier, I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I think so often people, I mean, myself included, but they'll like, just sit there and wait for the doors to open where like you have to like take the step in order for that door to open you know how do you this is like the issue that i have though like how do you know when you're like working hard versus when you're striving for something and you're crawling when like you're supposed to be right kind of resting do you know does that make sense no i mean one way for me is just like i if i see that god is opening the door not just like my hard work got me there Like, even like a guy like Patrick, like, I just met him straight off Instagram and it's like, it was just peaceful. Like, I wasn't trying to reach out to some big person or like that, but this guy is like becoming my manager. I just, it's just like the opportunities that God lays before you. Um, And then just kind of like saying, okay, God, like, since you're trusting me with this, I'm going to like sew back into it now. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best so I can uphold what you've given me. Um, But I think it's just a day by day thing. Like, you definitely got to be aware of your decisions because... Your heart, mm-hmm. your heart is always gonna want with what's away from God. So you just kind of like gotta bring it back to like God. I just, I still want what you want for me to want. Yeah, that's that is another topic that we've been talking about. Like my friends <laughs> and I have been talking about so much. It's like when people are like, okay, like just a thought that I've been having lately. I'm like, okay, I know I'm supposed to like pray for things, but like if they're not happening, yeah, am I supposed to keep praying or am I supposed to like? not and it's like oh it says that god will give you the desires of your hearts and yeah. it's it's really taken out of context Definitely. because as you grow in your faith and your relationship with god your desires of your change. hearts are change and they're yeah. supposed to be god's desires mm-hmm. so if what your desire is is okay. not a desire of god you're not gonna it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah like it just like people i don't know it's just it's so taken out of context but that's something i've been thinking For about sure. a lot just the idea of striving like that's mm-hmm. another thing when i go back to like unhealthy work habits and stuff it's Mm. like so much of 
that was striving. Mm. And there's another thing that the director of my program, who's also been on this podcast, yeah. always says, he's like, you're going to get so much further, like just being on your knees before Jesus than wow. like running up a mountaintop. That's good. And I was like, dang, yeah. That's I, good. I tell myself that every day. I, I need <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> you should talk about that. Yeah. Because that sounds like you have like firsthand like good with that like i'm kind of on the other end where i was just like i know god's giving me opportunities but i'm lazy and i don't like i don't want to go work hard for it but you're like no like i'm gonna work hard as heck and i'm gonna like you know it might get a little out of hand so yeah that'd be good for you to talk about i think the main thing with me so when i started going to the school that i'm at i talk about this all the time but it's just made the biggest difference in my life that's where i learn everything from but Mm -hmm. When I started going to the school that I was at, I was kind of at a place where I was like, I know what I, I feel like I know what I'm supposed to do. And right. I do feel like I'm like called to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing to mm-hmm. an extent of some sort. Yeah. But I don't want it to grow and then get to a point where I don't have a strong foundation. Yeah. And I need like the leaders around me and the mentors around me to kind of like call me out. And also there's like accountability with that. Mm-hmm. And another thing is like, I can't just like travel all the time. Like, yeah. which I was traveling all the time, but like I wasn't in a place where I probably should have been doing that because I wasn't like building myself, if that makes like my, right. not myself, my brand, but I just mean like, yeah. Spiritually, spiritually myself yeah i think one of the things this is such a like cheesy quote and i <laughs> hate i hate the term like my brand i hate it with a passion <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't matter this is an important point <laughs> the first one of the first sundays of like this year mm-hmm. my pastor was talking and he was like god will build your brand you just need to build the church like Ooh. you need to be focusing on like again like fixing your eyes so yeah. if that's too if what you're focusing on and like your heart is fully for yourself obviously then like things will happen Mm -hmm. so that was just like something i feel like that was like a big like word for me this year so i was like and literally as i'm not kidding as soon as i was like oh that makes sense that's probably what i should do like my (laughs) and not that it always happens like this and it definitely is like slowed down but like when i made that decision like my channel like grew the fastest that it's grown i had grown in like two years like it just Praise like God, things yeah. yeah things like started taking off and obviously like now that's not always happening whatever yeah, but, but still. still like i was like dang that was just something that he was I, just trying to show you yeah that's I something was, i need to hear too because yeah. it's just like you don't have to worry about that stuff like just seek god exactly that's good and i think for me i another thing that i've learned so much especially with like working hard mm-hmm. is how important rest is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clearly Definitely. that's something i'm still not good at but i really am like yeah. i try my best but like Word. at the end of the day like rest is holy and rest is something that's sure. important same thing with like fasting that's another thing that I'll, I'll talk about this in a second like Deep. but <laughs> like rest is so important like yeah. if you don't rest you like jesus rested like they didn't need like sat like a sabbath like mm-hmm. it's like do you really think he like needed that you yeah. know but it just shows the importance of it and rest. like resetting and i think so often when you don't rest you're like that's when you start to strive because you're wow. not working out of a place of rest that's wisdom yeah so when you're working like when you're working and you're you can tell for me i'm like am i working out of striving or am i working out of a place of rest yeah and that was huge what did I say that I was like, I need to go off about that? Oh, fasting. Oh, yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. This has been a huge thing for me this year, too. Preach. Preach right now. So <laughs> we're called to, like, live a lifestyle of prayer, generosity, and fasting. Mm-hmm. No one listens to the fasting part. Fasting is not a normal thing that people do nowadays. Not I at mean, all. it's just, it's not, like, 
it's nothing compared to like praying like praying what (laughs) praying it's nothing compared to like praying and um generosity even that's not another thing like i could go on and on about tithing but like fasting is what opens doors for sure the more you realize that the Mm -hmm. more you're like oh wait this like changes things and it also like the second Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not fasting to like get something but like the second that i'm like i'm confused i don't know what's going on i'm like i need to like clear my head and reset i have a friend who's like oh i just like don't feel like i need to fast whatever i'm like okay well jesus fasted so maybe like we should all get over ourselves yeah <laughs> like, it doesn't really make sense not the flesh yeah. no it's like <laughs> it really doesn't make sense to me but i did um that's just something like i never fasted before in my life until yeah. this year Word. i just did uh actually it was like a month ago now but i did like a 21 day just off socials like not even like food or anything Word. and I did it from like October 1st to October 21st hey. just because I felt like super off about things, whatever. I'm not kidding. From the 21st to the 25th, I had more deal offers in four days than I'd had probably in all of 2018. Wow. And like just so many things, like so hey. many things, like opportunities and just things like even like things that like leaders have said to me. I don't yeah. know. And I'm like so much of that is from fasting yeah jensen franklin has a book called fasting and i've talked about it a billion times it's one of the best books ever it like really changed my like my life Mm -hmm. but he was like i'm walking in like answer prayers from fasting even like a year later he's like Uh, i he got like some million dollar check for like some building that they needed to build or something i don't know the details but he was like that's from the fast like there's just so many things that you can like look back on sure and i'm like dang like i feel like i don't know (laughs) it's just like i wish that i had been that i had had the knowledge on that before people just don't talk about it it's not a normal thing definitely i mean it definitely brings you back to humility i think that's one of like things with fasting for me it's just like you see what you want the most when you start fasting Mm -hmm. like whether that's like your phone like you're like constantly checking it you're like okay god this is obviously something that's taken some type of control over my life yeah or with food and like do you just see like that stuff and you're like god I've definitely been not where I'm supposed to be at. Like, I want to bring back to the center of where I'm supposed to be, just focusing on you. And it just brings you back to that on your knees again, you know? Yeah. It's also uh, another cheesy quote. I just keep saying cheesy quotes. But (laughs) it's like fasting is going out or going without so that God can do something within. And it's like just having a posture of humility and like giving space Mm -hmm. for things to happen. Because at the end of the day, like, God can do whatever he wants to do, but he's not, like, a God of, like, barging in. Like, you have to, like, give the space in the room. Like, you have free will, you know? So that's just been, like, really, like, I don't know, really big on my heart. (laughs) I'm so glad you said the working hard thing, though. (laughs) That was really good. All right, so where, like, where do you see this all going for yourself? Overall, I think I just want to do full-time music. Um, I believe that's something that God, like, wants me to do. Um, and then with the closing, the clothing brand, like Lord's Child, I want that to be um, bigger than just a clothing brand, like something that helps like upcoming creative Christians and just finding their purpose and in, in learning how to walk out God's plan for their life. Um, and yeah, so hopefully like by the age of 25, like I'm full time touring, like booking a lot of gigs and just um, able to support myself financially and different things like that. But I think full time is the the main goal for me right now. I'm still I'm still full time right now, but I still live with my mom and my stepdad, so yeah. <laughs> can't really count it. <laughs> no, that's cool. I think it'll happen before you're 25. Hey, four years is like I really think it will happen before then. Weird. I'll take it. 
Okay, so thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can they find you? Let's um, do yeah. YouTube, music, clothing lines, everything. Yeah, so all my just music stuff is under at Montel Fish. That's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, just at Montel Fish, M-O-N-T-E-L-L-F-I-S-H. And then my clothing stuff is under Montel Fish Clothing. So if you type in at Montel Fish, that'll be the second thing that pops up. Um, so yeah, at wow. Montel Fish, swag, swag. Prepared. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for bringing me out. Of really course. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, thank you so much to Montel for coming on the show today. I'm just so excited. I love you guys so much. Be sure to check out both of us on socials, listen to his music. Let me know how you guys like this episode. Leave a review, subscribe, all that stuff. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week.